0: This is Life School Podcast episode number 148. Who the heck are you and why do you matter?
1: No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Fuck.
0: Fuck. Welcome to the Life School Podcast where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, and I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski.
1: Hey, Heath. <laughs> I decided I'm going to go ahead and just do Jack Bauer voice the whole time.
0: Yeah, that's all. Awesome. So Show that, me where the bomb is. <laughs> we were just talking before we started about.
1: We'll <laughs> just crank the volume up and down like that. It's like you turn. You have to turn up the podcast to hear what I'm talking about. Oh, that's really good. And then I'll just like scream. i oh, bang the desk real No, you don't. Ha- you shouldn't have to adjust your volume
0: yeah, much throughout have, this episode. Do it with me. Let's just do the whole episode. Later. I don't know if. We... I guess I just want to laugh when I get, I don't sound like it. <laughs> okay, Cesar, oh, So I've got a question for you. No, today uh, we're the, gonna. Who the heck are you? Why do you matter? <laughs> it does sound like a, I wish Kiefer Sutherland could ask that. But, he's you know. another
1: guy that listens to the show. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Kiefer is. A we
0: were talking big about the other
1: couple of episodes. Of, like we know, like Brian Setzer from the Stray Cats, and his yeah. You know, so he listens, and uh, and if
0: you want to connect with him, he's like he's Jack always Bauer. on the Facebook. group. Jack, Jack Bauer
1: listens. <laughs>
0: yeah. So high school, high school. <laughs> Kiefer, we'll have you on soon. This is stuff
1: that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. All right, enough of that. Sorry. (laughs) Silly. Okay.
0: Hey, today uh, we're going to talk about something that's pretty foundational to our lives and our faith Mm -hmm. and actually who we believe ourselves to be, right? Yep. And and our value and our purpose in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, let's talk. We're going to talk about identity. Uh, You talk about that quite a bit. And we just thought it'd be kind of fun to clarify it in an episode because it is such an important part of of our conversation. So uh, where does that come from for all of us? And why is it so important to understand this? Sure.
1: Well, I'm going to just dive straight into the deep end here. The the way the world is, Heath, and we've touched on this a little bit in past episodes, is that we do things in life. Okay, We perform or we serve or we work or whatever um, to have value in the eyes of our friends and our family or okay. our spouse or parents or siblings or our boss or pastor, you fill in the blank. Right. And we feel like that if we do a good enough job, it will be perceived as valuable. And so then people are going to want us around hmm. and we'll be wanted. Right. That's, you know, part, part of the intro. Like, why do we matter? Well, cause we do the right stuff. You know, we bring value to people. Sure. Um, and it's out of this activity that we often form our identity. Like in other words, what we do and how we think people think about us has led to who we are. Hmm. Or at least we think it has, but there's a huge problem with that. That's super dangerous. Sure, it eventually will crush us because you got to stay on the treadmill. You got to keep doing more and doing better and performing more. And well, my boss left, now I have a new boss. I got to start over and all that. Sure, and and it goes against how God already sees us. Hmm. So right off the top, I just want to tell people: don't believe the do to be, you know, do equals yep. be lie. Cause that's a, just a, man, that's, that's a, that's hell on earth. That's a treadmill yeah. of performance based value and identity. Okay. Mm. So I want to say that up front. Okay. But the truth is if we're in Christ, the Bible teaches that we've actually been made new. We've been, uh, we're a new creation. We've been transformed and given a new identity. It's actually a restored identity. And here's what the Bible teaches that, that as Christians, we become part of a family of missionary servants sent to serve the world and, and then make disciples of Jesus. Huh. This is who we are. That's our, that's our true identity, and that's, that's the secret to life, actually. Oh, so this is true of us, by the way, even if we never even knew it. That's our birthright. Like sure. born again, born a second time, born in the kingdom, born of the Spirit. That is now true of us, that we are a family of missionary servants. And the more we understand and believe this to be true, the more our lives are going to be fulfilled and to live the life that God always created us to have, yeah. show the world what He's like in glory. So we've we've touched on pieces of this over many episodes, I know. Sure. But uh, I think this is this is really important to dive a little deeper today. Okay. Yeah.
0: And it sounds amazing. And I'm I'm curious as to where you're getting this from. Is this just kind of a fun... It's made it up? Sounds good. <laughs> it does.
1: You're so good. <laughs> sounds better than you know. Stop doing stuff so you don't go to hell. You know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and it's so foreign to what I was raised. And as a child, like, you know, everything was about don't do this or you're this and and do this and stop doing this and don't do this. There was no talk of identity. There was no talk of of the adoption language. There was no talk of of anything that actually connected on. It just mirrors the
1: world. Get these grades to get that degree, to get that job, to get that title, to get that level of income, to get that, you know, right. Like, but well, that's not, that's it's a hamster in the wheel. Yeah, exactly. Non-stop. That's the opposite. No, I didn't make this up. This actually, we've okay, so, all, we've actually, as Christians, all seen this before. Okay. Mm-hmm. In scripture, if we've ever been baptized or witnessed a baptism ceremony, everybody out there, raise your hand if you've ever been baptized, <laughs> uh, not if you're driving or one hand. Okay. One hand um, or if you've witnessed one, but maybe you've missed it. Okay. So here it is in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen. Je- Jesus lays out this entire picture with a command for us. He goes, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations right yep. we all know that we generally we generally sort of that's like a missionary verse you know like dealing with our, our overseas missionaries but we've heard it therefore go and make disciples of all nations there's the mission okay and then he says baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit so there it is the mission of the church go and make disciples and the means to accomplish it Hmm. By by baptizing them, soaking people, immersing them into their identity. So when it says here in this verse, in any time in scripture you see in the name of, yeah. that's an identity statement. So you've been you've been immersed now, you've been baptized, soaked into. That's what that word baptismal means. Into the identity, the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the name of the Holy Spirit. So our baptism, it wasn't some salvational magic spell. Hmm. Okay, like you have to do that if you want to get in heaven. No, never says that in scripture. Um, It's not just a culturally ancient ritual. Well, that's what they did. And Jesus said to baptize people. He's actually saying soak them in their identity and how they did that and and how we've come as the church to do baptism is supposed to be for that reason, Hmm. to soak people, to immerse them in a new restored identity, okay, into the name of the Father. You've seen this, right, at baptisms? I now baptize you in the name of the Father, in the name of the the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit. That's all a huge identity statement. Hmm. This is who you are. Wow. Now, think about it. We're created in the image of God, and God is three in one. Okay. Right? Creating his image. So it's not just creating the image of a Father, but creating the image of a Son, and creating the image of the Spirit. Wow. What's that mean? So, so, like, let's walk through, like, the
0: like when we're saying in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, the name of the Spirit, yeah. what each one of those means to us. Okay, so
1: think about it. Um, you're baptized into the name of the Father. Our name has everything to do with whose family we're a part of. Hmm. And we would, as a church, we would say, well, God's our Father. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's absolutely true. He is. And, 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 and your baptism, when you come, when you come into Christ in fullness and you become his disciple and you're, you know, born again, Hmm. you're now baptized, you're immersed into his name, his identity. Hmm. So whose dad are you is bears your last name. So, you know, like if, if your name was, you know, Johnson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and I'm sure we have listeners right now. That's my last name. <laughs> they're thinking, yeah. you know, Is because you were John's son. It was an identity statement, right? Mm-hmm. Or Smith. You know, like your last name is Smith because your dad was a blacksmith or something, right? right? Yeah, or whatever. And I'm a Kalinowski. That's a that's part of my identity. It's part of whose family I am. Uh, our pa- family gazillion years ago in Poland was part of the royal class. <laughs> Not big lucky deal. dog. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. But and that's why I have a castle. I live in a castle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but. Our identity comes, so think about it. So you've been, you've been baptized now into the name of the father and, and we are his dearly loved children. And in Christ that makes us brothers and sisters. Hmm. So the church then becomes family. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Amazing. Now we say that, right? Every church will say that, but, but we'll talk about in a minute. Like if that's true of us, we're family. We're literally actually family because God says so. And he's the perfect father and you know, all that and we've been baptized soaked in his name his identity created in his image started right. that way is is it we'll, we'll we'll work through some of the
0: ramifications of that mm. in a second all right okay so being baptized that's the name of the father how about being baptized in the name of the
1: son what that means for us okay baptized soaked immersed into the name the identity of the son so we've entered into an identity relationship with jesus mm. okay he's our king who came and lived You know, he came, laid his life down for us, but he came and he lived as a servant to all, Hmm. right? Jesus said, I didn't come to be served, but I came as one who served. I didn't consider equality with my dad something to be grasped at for or attained. I came to serve, right? And so we are now his servants because we're we're immersed, we're soaked, we're baptized into the name, the identity of the son. Hmm. And so just as his highest calling was to be a servant and show the world what his dad was like, that's true of us. And so as we serve others as a way of life, that is being a servant and living out of our, our renewed, restored identity. That's part of yeah. our identity. We're we're servants.
0: That's so cool, man. Okay. We nowadays. don't serve because
1: we're supposed to. It's like we get to cause that's who we are. Yeah. It's just like, you know, if Kalinowski as a royal family was like still, you know, in power and money or something, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But if that were the case, I, I would I wouldn't get to I wouldn't get to cash that those checks and live in the castle and be generous to everybody and spend all that and defend the borders because I was supposed to. It's because I get to. Yeah, because that's our that's our family. That's how that's we roll. Who you are. Yeah.
0: yeah, right. Get it. Love that. Okay, and then uh, finally, being baptized in the name of the Holy Spirit. What does that mean for us? Yeah. Now that one gets
1: harder for people to understand, right? Because we go like, okay. Father God, that sounds something I can get, familial language. Son, has a bro- yes, he's a son, sure. which makes him a brother as well, and I get it. But now baptized, soaked, immersed in the name, the identity mm. of the Holy Spirit. Um, we often don't understand the Spirit. We, we've talked before, we kind of see the Holy Spirit as like the weird uncle of the Trinity. <laughs> you know, yeah, We don't absolutely. know what to do with him, right? But throughout the New Testament, the Holy Spirit is the sending agent of the church, mm. and, and he empowered Jesus while on earth. And he guided and he comforted the earlier the early church, the first church, and his indwelling presence now transforms our identity also into sent ones. Yeah. So scripture says, and literally that word in scripture means missionaries. So all Christians are missionaries. Hmm. That's that's true of us. It's not a subset, it's not a special like class. People sent to Africa. Yeah, it's not yeah. that. But but that's true of all of us because. We were created in the image of this triune God, mm-hmm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and we've been immersed, soaked into his identity in the name of the Holy Spirit. So we are sent ones, just like Jesus was sent one. Jesus says, as I have been sent, so I now send you. Yeah. And he breathed on them and said, receive the Spirit. See where that all goes? Yeah. Now, I, I, I go super deep into all this stuff in my book, Transformed. Yeah. We'll throw that in the show notes if people haven't read it yet. I go real deep into this stuff and sure. then all the crazy like community life-on-life implications of this. On the fun stories, right? Yeah, yeah. right? But let me just tell you, because of God, who he is, and Jesus' life, death, and resurrection, we truly are a family of missionary servants now, Heath. Hmm. Sent his disciples who make disciples. That's our birthright. Yeah. You know, birthright is something that, because of who your family is, upon your birth... These are your rights. This is how you get to live. Hmm. This is what you've inherited. This is true of you. Sure. You know, like Meghan Markle, she's you know she's going to become royalty, right? Getting married Prince Harry, you know. Yep. Right, right. No more suits for Meghan, you know. Love that show. <laughs> Darn it. Anyway, um, but she wasn't born that way, huh. right? She's now being adopted into that family. Yep. We actually at our at our second birth, at our new birth, our born againness, right? We have been given a new a birthright and. We may not have only known that was true to us, but it is. And the moment you become a Christian, your life's transformed, and, and your 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 identity is restored. Now, you may not believe it, and you may not fully live in light of it. Sure. But that's how God sees us. He sees us as a family of missionary servants. Yeah, it's such a cool
0: take, because I always just thought it was a formality of baptism, you know? In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. When you actually take those words and— Like Nacho Libre, <laughs> where he just, like, bangs the guy's head. Father, Son, Holy <laughs> Spirit,
1: bang, splash, and the guy's like, ah, joking. there. <laughs>
0: but you're like, man, this is actually— life-changing like this is so so let's
1: just unpack that a little bit think about it so jesus is getting ready to leave right he's getting ready to leave and go to heaven and ascend and be sitting at the hand still human completely human fully god fully man he sits at the at the right hand of, of, of the father his dad our dad okay and he says before i go i want i want to tell you this now go and make disciples everywhere of everybody just everything i've done with you do that teach people how to do that teach them to obey this live this way right right and immerse them soak them into their true identity in other words they were created in the image of god but through sin and and rebellion and self-love and fear and all this stuff they have gotten far from that but now because of me in my spirit they are now being re like they're being born a second time remember Mm. when when Jesus was questioned and said, well, how can a man like climb back into his mother and be born a second? time?" Yeah. That That's a wrong understanding of it. it was like, that was a physical birth. Yeah. This is something bigger. This is something way bigger and way more uh, foundational. Jesus is saying to us and he's telling his disciples and now us go out and teach these things to people and, and don't just tell them do it because that's back to do to be like do this and live this way and give your stuff and be generous. Know, he's saying, do it out of your identity. So teach them to be my disciples and obey everything I've taught you. Immersing them, soaking them into the name of hmm. the identity of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. That's what's going on at a baptism, uh-huh. and I I wish that was articulated more fully at baptisms. Yeah. Now we've done it that way in some of the churches I've helped lead, you know, and throughout Soma's days, you sure. know, and I, they still Soma's still out there. I'm not sure if they all do it this way, but when we would have those like baptism service we would articulate that and it's beautiful and it's not just a father son holy spirit splash now go take <laughs> off the wet clothes and you know, yeah. let's get out of here so how does this birthright
0: apply to us today like beyond just sunday and waiting around for heaven like what is this like apparently there's ramifications for the here and now well let's just talk about
1: that here. sorry <laughs> I, just voice is back. Back. I just slipped back into that sorry um So let's just talk about these three parts of our identity. Let's like, so I kind of give you the biblical where they come from, right? Creating God, these three in one. And then Jesus says, hey, immerse them in that identity. Now that's restored. But let's, let's just, let's just like kind of, let's go through this, man. And let's, let's talk about it. Um, Like what it means to embrace being a disciple of Jesus, in other words, to believe and embrace and live out of our true identity. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what's it mean? You know, let me ask you the first one, family, right? In other words, if we're, if we're all, we all have the same dad that makes us family. So what sorts of things, I'll just ask you, does a healthy family enjoy and get do together? Yeah, eats meals. Okay. Does activities together, goes out, explores.
0: They have good conversations. Vacation, they play games. They vacation. They fight, f-
1: forgive, laugh. Yeah. Right? Everything. Yeah. How often does a healthy family kind of hang out and do those sorts of things together? Usually every day. <laughs> as much as you can, <laughs> yeah, as right? All the time. Right? And even if you like grow up and you move and you live in different places or through you know fractured families and all there's there's this desire why well, we want to do it more we want to yeah. get together and, and i'm talking healthy families you no know, broken jacked up families that don't live in light of their true identity and their birthright no yeah. but if we're god's family we have we have god as our daddy you know our yeah. abba we have jesus as our brother and our savior and our lord and we have the holy spirit now sending us everywhere and empowering us it's a good family It's a great family. Would we just get together like once a week and sit in rows and stare at backs of heads and take some notes? Not really know each other. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's not what a family does. And so some of the, some of the implications of that is like we, we get to Hmm. like eat meals regularly. We get to open our homes and go, in fact, it's not my house. (laughs) Dad owns it all. He gave it all to us. So that's like, this is your house. That's my house. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Like these are my things. So, w- w- your car's broken down, and then we've got a car problem. Not you've got a car problem. We've got the, a car problem. You know. Yeah, the family does. Yeah, like all that stuff. Yeah. And that's, I think that's that's what God is hoping and looking for from His family, and it's how we get to live in light of being family. It's hmm. not, it's not a weekly silent, largely event, and a quick turn to your neighbor, shake their hands. You know, <laughs> you know? Yeah. like yeah, you know, it's 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 bigger than that. It's way, way bigger. bigger than yeah, that.
0: Yeah, and when you think about also just. How that plays out even beyond Sunday morning. Like, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation, but trying to pair people up in even smaller groups to get one another, get to know one another. That's that's not
1: the way that Yeah, in a few weeks here coming up, uh, episode 152, we're gonna talk about so what does it look like to really start to live out of these identities yeah. in community and what would be the starting points or sort of like basic steps? So uh, mm. just a little teaser there coming up, episode one fifty two. <laughs> anyway, way out. So all right. Um let's go to the next one. Okay. All right. Um So we've also been baptized into the name of Jesus, the son. So Mm -hmm. like I said earlier, so it makes us, he was a servant. He was a servant king. He came as a servant by his nature. So now through our transformed and restored nature, we're also servants. So what's it look like to live as a servant versus do service projects, right? In your own context. Yeah. So think family, neighborhood, work, anybody. I
0: think one of the first things that comes to mind is, is how schedules are flexible in a sense, you know, your neighbor, like allowing time in your schedule for needs of your neighbors that you, hey, I need help with this. I need,
1: if if you see a need stepping in and fixing that need, even in the neighborhood. And how about instead of just allowing it to like, Oh God, all right, this guy's going to interrupt me, but that's what I do. Hmm. How about we just actually plan to serve people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of cool. What if we intentionalized, like, I'm going to, I'm going to keep my eyes open for ways to be blessing to people and serve mm-hmm. others. Like, I'm just going to look for that. yeah. And, and that's not always like heavy lifting. Like, you know, like, well, I'm going to go out and dig a hole for him. Or I'm going to sure. like, you know, maybe a mother lawn or whatever. But there's all kinds of ways we serve people. Through our words, through our actions. Absolutely. Through gifts. Finances. Yeah, yeah through time. shoulder. And like, hey, you know, that's a heavy load, man. Let me help take some of that burden off you for that, right? That's, what's, yeah. that's what Jesus came to do. He took our burdens, put them on himself, said, now, guess what? Your burdens are light. You know why? I got them. Yeah. Right? So living out of our servant identity isn't just, the great day of service that our church puts on. Yeah. Oh yeah. We serve at our church every year. We get matching t-shirts. We roll out, like hand out bottles of water at the race. We like cleaned up some stuff. It's like, Hey, that's all good. Yeah. But if you live out of your identity, like, like I am a servant. Yeah. The, and, and when I, when I serve, when I bless people, it actually shows others, shows them what dad's like. Yeah. Cause that's what Jesus did. And that he came to only do what the father did. And I do what the father did. And I see what, you know, I say what he said. Yeah. That's what we get to do. So, just think about all the needs around you that you see. Yep. Now you're not called to meet every need, but, but which ones are you? And if you're uh, a servant, you'd be asked you'd be asking the Lord and you'd be asking the spirit, Hey, which ones of these are you sending me and my family and our community to? Yeah. And sometimes it's
0: not even just like you said, the action, you know, I think one of the best ways to be a servant is to lay your freaking offenses down all the time. Stop being so offended. Like you don't have a right to be yeah, offended everyth- everything's at everything. Offense, everything's a wound, you know? Like, yeah. Like, oh. no, I'm a servant. I don't, I don't, I don't get to be offended at everything you say. I'm here I, to serve. You know, my priorities are are not the
1: main thing anymore. I, I a friend of mine is working on this like kind of you know missional lifestyle manifesto. Huh. Maybe, maybe we've talked about it. But one of the lines in this manifesto is that because of our identity, because of who we are, yeah, this is we embrace inconvenience. Huh. Oh, I love that's that. That's cool. That, that is stuck with me, man. Like I, I read that six months ago and I can't shake it. And so like yeah, whenever I great. run into anything where I go like, I don't want to do that. Or like, I don't want to stand in that line or like, watch, I'm going to cut this guy. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm totally, cut, you know, going to get this taken care of. You know, it's like, no, embrace inconvenience. Because that's what a servant would do. Lighten the yeah. load for someone else. Yeah, like, don't just like,
0: run inside when you see your neighbors pulling up. Like actually. Yeah. Press you know, any into of some that, of that. Right. Yeah.
1: Like, hey, like maybe you know, drag their garbage can back from the curb. You know, like, yeah. offer to watch their kids after school because they're. They're spending a fortune to take them for three hours yep. to sit in a corral somewhere after school. And they go to school with your kids anyway. So just let them do their homework together and feed them a bologna sandwich, you know. And there's a million Absolutely. things. But if if you see yourself as a servant, not as I do acts of service. Sure. But that's my identity. You know, I often say like birds don't fly because they're supposed to.
0: Huh.
1: They fly because they get to, man. They're birds. Yeah. Like, you know, like, why did you walk? why'd you walk to my house today, bro? It's like, it's like 10 miles away. Why why don't you just fly over here? You're a bird. (laughs) You get to. yeah, (laughs) That's cool. Yeah. All right. So third one. So we, we also have been baptized, immersed into the name of the spirit, um, which makes us missionaries sent ones. Jesus said, as I've been sent, so I send you. So let me ask, do you, do you see yourself as a missionary? I'm asking you that Heath, but I'm also asking our listeners. Do you see that yourself as a missionary or is that, some other type of people or is that a do to be thing yeah i mean i think i used to not the last couple of years have really been
0: able to kind of grind some of that down in my own heart uh, now i would say absolutely and not because i'm traveling to china to be a missionary but because i'm actually serving the people in my community like yeah. we moved into a neighborhood to be missionaries to that neighborhood right because you get to because yeah, you that's your identity so. and it's freaking fun man it's not <laughs> a nightmare.
1: Yeah, I I, I know for probably for, for most of our listeners, I grew up with this like sort of a dualism. Hmm. Um, missionaries were the people who went overseas. Yeah, right. And I've shared I shared in the book Transform a story of like my mom taking me to church was really taking me to the church building, but, you know, yeah. didn't call it, we call it a church, you know, you know, bad, not the identity, sure. you know, um, and seeing the map on the wall with all the pins all over the world, and each colored pin was associated with a, a black and white photo yeah. corresponding next to it, and those people were connected to that pin, so oh, there, oh, those... Those I've never seen those people look happy. Yeah, right. They, they never smile. Oh, they're in Uganda. They're down in Guatemala. They're, you know, they're in Japan, you know. And uh, those are missionaries. Yeah. Oh, I don't think, man, I look, I don't want to be them. They look sad. They're, you know, clothing's oh. out of date. That photo's been up there for a hundred years, I guess. <laughs> you know, we're, we're doing, you know, Mission Sunday or missions week. A couple of them would come and they'd they'd come from the field they yeah. always called it the field and i grew up living next to the field a field yeah oh, yeah and you know we lost a million balls and frisbees in that field yeah. i never once ran into a missionary i mean i never understood actually. it but that was half the dualism the other dualism was like then you got a little was like no you know caesar actually i grew up being called frank hmm. <laughs> my dad's also a caesar and so my middle name is frank so you know frankie you're a missionary too hmm. at school you're a missionary so you can you know, hand out a track or give an invite to church service. You know? oh, man. Like that's that was the extent of it. So there was sort of this weird dualism. It's like, no, no, no. You're baptized in the name of the Holy Spirit. Remember when you were created in the image of a God who's three and one? Yeah. yeah. Now in Christ you've been born a second time. So bat you've been baptized. And when you make disciples do that, immerse them in their identity. And so oh. we are sent ones. And so everywhere we're we're always on. We're always on. We're always sure. on mission. We just Which, are.
0: And that you changes know? things, right? Like because if you don't know the pulse of your neighborhood you're probably not a good missionary
1: to your neighborhood, Or or the barista or the gal that checks you out at yeah. the grocery store. And I know there's millions of them, but you guess what? You go to the same place. You start to get to know people. If you are a missionary and you ask questions yeah, and you remember their name and, and you and ask them how their, their day story is going. And, Isn't and, yeah. it amazing how weird it is when someone, like, as their job comes to serve you at a restaurant or a store, and they go, hey, how are you doing today? And you're like, great. And you go, and you, like, look them in the eyes and you go, how's your day going? How's the New Year starting off for you? They're always amazed. Yeah, Holy cow, it's They're going caught pretty off guard good. Most Thanks time, yeah, like, oh. It's like, so like big deal. No, it's not a big deal at all. Mm-hmm. The, 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 what I'm getting at here is this is true of us mm-hmm. th- that we've been immersed in this identity. This is our birth right now. We get to live out of it. And it's true of us. And God sees us this way. And if we would embrace it, mm-hmm. oh man, the life that's ahead of us, the life that's now ours, the authority and privilege we have, Heath,
0: it's, it's amazing, man. Yeah, it is, man. Well, we got to wrap it up uh, for time. So I want to get to the big three. Okay. Let's do it. Time's uh, flying, as always. As always. Uh, you get to get this free download by going to 123lifeschool.com. Yeah, Everything
1: I'm going to give you in the big three, we, we always write it down. Yeah. We so want you, you to just have download what I'm going to say. So sometimes I kind of embellish that and I add freebies in there mm-hmm. and tools. And yeah, so anyway, go ahead. No, it's great. You can get
0: it by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 148. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 148 right now. Caesar, what are the big
1: three for this week? Okay, here you go. Big three. Believe that you were created good, Hmm. that you were created in the image of a good and right and perfect God. You weren't created a wretch. God didn't see you that way. He didn't create you that way. Okay. Hmm. And you bear the image of God himself, the triune God. And it's true that through self-love and pride and rebellion, we've all tarnished and distorted his image. We've all tried to create a life and an identity you know, fame and glory for ourselves apart from God. Sure, that's why Jesus came to Earth to begin the restoration of all things, including you and I, and and our true identity as image bearers. That's what He came mm. to restore. That's it's how we were created. That's how He He came to restore us. Second is um, your Christian birthright. Everything we just talked about comes with authority and privilege. You are co-heirs of all things with christ scripture mm. says that romans eight seventeen. his dad gave you everything and he now shares it with us as his brothers and sisters yeah that's cool you never have to live with a scarcity mentality or fear that your needs you know you're not going to you know make it this month or whatever your needs are all met in christ and in and through his love and through his family mm. and you can live generously showing others the wealth and generosity of your father in heaven
0: yeah.
1: And a million other things, okay. Sure. And then third um, is that as you live out of your true transformed identity and birthright, you're going to begin to experience the life you were created to live. Hmm. It doesn't come from do to be, like we said at the top of the show. Sure. It doesn't come from you do this and you'll be seen this way. It's like no, as you be flip that, Jesus came to flip that. As you live out of being, your who you're, what's true of you, your identity. And you will truly show others what God is like and what life in his kingdom is all about. Hmm. And this will never happen through just programs or, you know, speeches or preaching alone. Jesus came. He was sent. He was a sent one. He was a missionary. He came to show us the father. And now we get to live our lives in the same way and for that same purpose and glory. So hmm. and then let me just tack on a little bonus here. This this verse really hit me as I was thinking about this this week. Philippians 419. Um, My God will fully satisfy every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Yeah. That's our birth. That's all part of it, man. That's true of us, brother. Yeah. So I
0: call you brother. It's true. I mean it. I love you. I love what you just said too about like, this will never happen through programs or speeches alone. Jesus came to show us what the Father's like. Not just tell us. Yeah. Like it was action. Yeah. Like it was being able to live into that identity. That's awesome. Cool. Amen oh. and amen again. <laughs> On that note, we're shutting the show down. (laughs) We'd like to thank you for joining us today. Again, for the free download of this week's Big Three Takeaways, you can go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 148. 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 148, and you'll get those right away. Uh, If you haven't yet, we're on Facebook. All you got to do is go up to the search bar on Facebook and type in the Life School Podcast. One of us will prove you to the group, and we uh, have weekly conversations there, discussions, thoughts about what these podcasts are talking about where we can enter into the conversation with caesar and i a bit more fully and so we'd love to have you join us come Come on in the water's fine (laughs) the water's fine (laughs) hang out with us next week as we talk about how to share your faith in a really non-creepy way no one wants to be rejected but just never sharing your faith won't cut it either so we want to help you learn some really cool ways to do this and talk to folks without being a total freak no weirdos allowed. <laughs> <laughs> no weirdos allowed. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, visit one two three lifeschool.com forward slash podcast.